G'day and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper League's AFLW Fantasy Podcast. Kays, we're into the final round. How are you feeling about it all? Um, my team's falling in a bit of a hole, yeah. if I'm completely honest with you, Hav. Well, what happened? What did you score last week? Uh, 1363 last week, so I've dropped down to 2,204 overall. That's, that's not good. Am I still ahead of you? Um, I think so. What'd you say? Two thousand two hundred and what overall? Two two o four. What am I? Oh, you're still ahead of me. Yes, I'm two six o five. Yes, one more week to hold on. Yeah, but so I scored fourteen forty seven. So what's the difference between our teams there? That's about. That was about eighty ish points. I think. Points. So I probably need to do that again to catch you. I reckon because yep. I think I was about one hundred and fifty or so. Okay. Can I hold so. on? I don't know. I think you can. I don't surely. think I will. You know, well, I think well, I'm going to get trumped at the end. Well, you're being very negative, so let's talk about something positive. Who were your star performers of the week? Surely there was someone good in your rabble oh, of the team. Obviously, it's always Jazzy Garner, mate. The yeah. best player in the league. And, uh, you know, the C on Eb Marinoff after um, Charlie Robottom got injured. So she had the VC on her this week. And obviously, kind of missed the last quarter, really, in the in the Friday night game. But uh, Eb Marinoff steadied the shit for me and came home with a, a 133. So love her. Yeah, I had the uh, C on Ed Marinoff. Same deal with uh, Robottom. Captain on Friday, but uh, got injured, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, who else went well for me? Um, well, Ash Riddell just keeps powering through. Yep. She got me 127, so I think that's one that's unique from our teams. Oh, and Bonnie too good as well. Do you have Bonnie too good? No, I don't. No, oh, I see. That was another yep. big uh, monster score Missed there the, Missed the boat there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, who are, you, who are you having a crack at? Oh, there's plenty this week. It was, a, it was an average uh, outing. Obviously, Hannah Priest is just... Uh, Absolutely stinking up the last few weeks. She had 28. Um, Britt Benici, I'm not sure if she got injured or not. I didn't really see her when I flicked onto that game late, but she only had 48 points. And uh, obviously with all my injury issues in the ruck, I brought in Mim Strom and she only scored me 57. So a bit disappointing there. But a lot of kind of, you know, 70s, 80s this week from, you know, a lot of players all around. No, nothing really good. Um, and then just a lot of kind of mediocre stuff. What about what about you? Who were, who's in your firing line this Pretty week? Pretty similar to yours, or they're just the usual suspects. Um, I think I I did have a no, that's right. That was just a loophole. Um, yeah, Hannah Priest. We'll talk about her later on, but she was a bit of a, a liability. Oh, yeah. Nina Morrison actually. Um, yeah. So she's been moved out to the wing a bit in the last few weeks, and like. I guess they're like, it's an important role, but if you're not at the coalface, you're just not getting those kicks. So, yeah, she's just not in the CBAs at the moment. So, that's really hurting me. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, everyone was actually pretty solid. It's probably one of my better scores for the year, even though it was only 1447. But, yeah, not too bad. I'm yet to crack the 1500 yet, I think, which is like the big score. I don't know if I have. I doubt it. I'll check. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, we'll talk about the top five performers. Then we'll just get into some talking points. So, mm-hmm. Jazzy Gardner, did you watch that game, Case? Uh, I did. It was a hell of a game. I turned it on for the last quarter, mm-hmm. and it was probably one of the best finishes. Yeah. Um, I really wanted the Ruse to get up. I don't know. It's so confusing. Like, I should hate the Crows, but there's so many fantasy players that I love in their side, and so players full stop. Yeah, I don't want them to. Uh, I don't want them to win. But, like, at the same time, I love a lot of their players, so it's hard. But It, it kind of got me thinking, like, you know, we're obviously learning a lot about the women's game this year. Do you reckon you could just go in next year and just pick, like, you, you're starting five midfielders uh, just from North Melbourne and the Crows? Yeah, probably. Marinoff, well, Hatchard, Garner, Riddell, and um, Bruton. Yeah. Because well, she yeah. just lays bulk tackles and just, you know, like, is it kind of that, you know, lesser 
lesser kind of star, but yeah. she just never puts in a bad game. Mine's basically that already, but with Charlie Rowbottom mm. in there. So, yeah, and I've been pretty happy with that midfield. So, yes, yes, 100%, you could do that. But, uh, yeah, I guess the other the other big scorer was uh, Ebony Marinoff as well, 133. Mm-hmm. Said it last week, every week you've just got to put the captain on her and just mm-hmm. ride the wave and it happened again. And they're playing the Eagles this week, so look out. It could be a huge score. Oh, that's a huge one. Yeah, you're right. I think she'll feature heavily in the captains later on. Now, Ellie Blackburn had a mm. big score. Who did they play again? Because I know it was an easy matchup. That's the reason why she scored so well. But it was against oh, the Eagles. Eagles, that makes sense. Mm. But if you look at her last five, 117, yep. 115, 93 against the Crows, that's a tough matchup. Well, actually, no, it's not for midfielders, but anyway. Um, then 122, then 133. So yep. she's someone like, I guess we're all trying to pick a pet. Think of players to um, trade in for Charlie Rowbottom. Should she be in consideration? Definitely. Um, She's obviously been playing some really, really good footy. Uh, Is is Izzy Pritchard back for them yet? Because, you know, uh, she was kind of missing from their midfield, which kind of helped bump up Blackburn's score uh, when she missed a couple of weeks ago and she's just kind of gone on with it. I'm kind of excited. I wish there was a few more position, like a few more... um, spots up for grabs in yeah. in fantasy because you could play around with a few more pods. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to get a bit more in-depth with them instead of just starting with the, you know, your standard um, five. But there's, I think next year we're going to really, I just kind of keep seeing this competition even evolve, like from round one to round nine, like, um, you know, players are getting better. Um, you know, I think there's going to be some absolute fantasy studs next year and Ellie Blackburn could very well be one of them. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, a name that we have been talking about a lot mm-hmm. this season returned two weeks ago, yep. but uh, returned to the kind of big fantasy scoring. That was Kiara Bowers. I did not see this game, did you, Kate? I did not. No. I'm just assuming she was just back to her natural best like she has been for, you know, the last year or so. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'd have to think so. What you have 22 touches and the lazy 13 tackles. So, um, we know that's what she does. She is an absolute plus four machine. Uh, hopefully, we get a full season out of her next year. Oh, definitely. Surely, we will. Um, it just needs injuries to go away and she'll be fine. But we'll talk about uh, the Charlie Rowbottom and who we're going to trade in because she could mm-hmm. feature in a lot of people's uh, trades uh, this week. And Ash Riddell, absolute star of the competition. She's probably your girl, I would say. Now she is. It started off with Georgie Prasparkas, but uh, not anymore. Um, but yeah, well, I guess she's got too inconsistent. But I think the only reason is because it's probably the one player that's different between our side in the mm-hmm. midfield. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and then she's the one that's been consistently performing and clawing me back. So yeah, she probably is my girl now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, do love watching her play. And she had the chance to, I think she had the chance to win the game late as well. She would have hit up a target or yep. gone for goal. But uh, anyway, it wasn't to be. It was honestly a great game. I can't wait to watch that. Hopefully a replay of that in the finals. They were two very, very good teams going at it. So yeah. um, excited for, for the actual final series. We might actually see that in a couple of weeks if it's two mm. versus three. So that'd be pretty so. exciting. Yeah. All right. Talking points. The Charlie Robottom injury. Yep. There's talk she might get through it, but are you taking that risk if she is playing or is she on the trading block for you this week? Well, I saw a tweet that she's definitely out. So okay. I'm cool. going off that bit of information if it's true. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to trade her out. Um, I can't take the risk because if I want to try and at least kind of get back into that top 2,000, I need, um, you know, some players playing for me. So, um, I'm kind of using a cash to um, evenly distribute amongst kind of my three trades. So, I I know it goes against your your philosophy. I'm hopefully not putting that in a defender in the defense. Uh, That's just a waste of money because I'll score 40 next week. No, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter I'm, how I, much you spend. D- defense is really killing me. It's, I it, but I, I don't have that much cash, so I'm kind of I'm throwing a few hail marys out here. I've been lucky. I jumped on um, Armelie Borg 
uh, last few weeks when she mm-hmm. after she had a few really low scores and now she's been scoring 50s for three weeks so yep. she's made me a little bit of cash luckily I can go Charlie Rowbottom up to Kiara Bowers mm-hmm. and then I'm thinking about getting probably Nicola Barr in we'll talk about her trades later on yep. but um, yeah because GWS play port so that's the easy one yep. now we'll move on to uh, Hannah Priest as a, as a talking mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. She has gone to zero CBAs in the last three rounds. Nuts, isn't it? Yep, and the scoring has reflected that. So, totally. obviously, as that defensive midfielder, she's just gone straight back to being a defender now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's destroyed her. Correct. Well, you look at her last 28, 36, 30, her last three games. And, you know, before that, she was busting out 60s and 80s and 100s. So, yeah. It's a classic case of, like, coaches just killing fantasy players. Yeah. Sucks. So what do they think of the Nick Del Santo stuff? is the uh, women's equivalent of Bevo. Yep, 100%. Is that their coach? Yeah. I really didn't know that. Um, oh, yes, I did know that, actually. Anyway, uh, the trudge. We have to talk about the trudge because I think Dossie and I traded mm. the trudge in. Well, I've uh, got the trudge. I traded her in last yeah, week. She didn't play for me, but she was on my yeah, she was on my bench. She played for me. She was on field for me. So um, it's a handy fifty-seven. Yeah, so she, uh, she was part of my captain loophole. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely handy fifty-seven. And um, yeah, we, those people who have listened to this podcast for a long time yeah. know all about the trudge family. Yes, you, you reckon you spotted a trudge in Melbourne? Yeah, so I, I went uh, <laughs> went over to New Zealand for a week, and I was walking. through through the international, uh, you know, whatever, yeah. airport, gates, whatever. And I um, just going to go grab something to eat before my flight. And what past the gun, I was like, God, that looks familiar. And it had been one of those mornings, like, in the airport, I saw Dale Thomas, yeah. Tom Lynch. Like, yeah. there was lots of people getting around. You were about to and run into the like, most famous of all. Who is that guy? <laughs> and I was like, geez, that looks like the trudge. And then I quickly, like, when I was getting my, like, my rap at the, the shop, I was like, you know, yeah. just double checking. And then I walked past pitches. again and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I yeah. know he kind of knows who we are. But at the same yeah. time, I was like, I'm not going to take the, the the risk of going, are you the trudge when it could be to anyone random, in this whole to random world. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I know that, yeah, and I know the Trudge has connections to this podcast. That is his friends, one of his friends or something listens so to this podcast. the guy that I walked past was yeah. going to Bali. This would yeah. have been about uh, a week or two ago now. So, he was so at the gate to Bali. He was at the gate to go to Bali. All right. So, I've, if anyone is listening to this that can confirm that was the Trudge. I am friends with the Trudge on Instagram and there's not been no Bali post on his Instagram, okay. but he doesn't really social much, so... That's another thing as well. Oh, no, I'd love to know if it was the trudge because right, so I'll kick myself if I didn't say hello. Anyway, that's the lesser, not important trudge at the moment. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the Charlie Robotham is, um, you know, now important, and James Robotham sucks. Yeah, so exactly. Like, so pages. All the, the girls are trudge. really taking over, and basically Hannah Priest. You're, yeah, where we know Hannah Priest's brother. So yeah. Um, He's no good to us anymore. It's all about Hannah. Oh, I still love Sam. But yeah, so it's probably useless jumping on her now because this week you're probably just going to go down to 300Ks to maximise the cash. But if you did get on her last week, um, you yeah. probably you made yourself a, a little 80 It's a feel-good story for this podcast. 100%. All right, just trying to get back to the dock here because my computer is mousy as being a pain. The there next one he had was Paxi Paxman. Oh, uh, that's right. Now, she's had a huge uptick in CBAs this week. Mm-hmm. So, 68.8%. In my trade plans, she mm-hmm. was um, she was one that I was thinking I'm trying to get up to. I just don't quite have enough cash yep. if I get Bowers in. And I'm going to back Bowers in than her, but might yep. be one to think about because she's dropped a lot in price. Yeah, she was one I tried to look at getting in this week, but just couldn't quite fit in. Yep. So, just... Keep note if you can try to if you can get if you need a forward and you want someone cheap, Paxi Paxman might be the one to get in this week, giving you that a bit of an uptick. And they might trial her there just before the final start as well, so keep that midfield time going. 
All right, so there's no point talking about the undervalued, as we said, because mm-hmm. everyone should just be trading any value they've got down to 300K for yep. a week. Yep. Um, so don't bother chasing any value there. So we'll skip ahead and we're going to talk about the scale of hardness for the mm-hmm. final round. So I've had a look at every position yep. and I'm trying to find the uh, the easiest matchups for everyone. So for the defenders, um, Brisbane and Carlton players have the easiest matchup. I can't, you might want to get the fixture up there so you can tell me who they're playing in a sure. sec. But yep. the two players I've identified that you might want to pay, pick up from um, Brisbane and Carlton is uh, Natalie Greider mm-hmm. and Gabby Pound. I really enjoyed watching Gabby Pound play. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, he's kicking out from uh, fullback with the uh, with the with the cool mullet haircut. Um, but yeah, do you know who they're playing? Brisbane and Carlton. So Brisbane are playing Melbourne and yeah. Carlton are playing St Kilda. Melbourne an easy matchup for midfielders the last three weeks. But anyway, um, the St Kilda one makes sense, mm-hmm. especially now Hannah Priest is going up the midfield. Yep. Um, all right, for the midfielders though, speaking of St Kilda, they have the easiest matchup uh, yep. this week. They just don't have very, very many. Prolific mids. Yeah. Yep. So, like, if you need to go cheaper, you could go... Well, Jamie Lambert, I think he's still over 100. But mm-hmm. Tiana Smith, again, she's pushing it for a rookie. I probably wouldn't go there, but she's one that could go well this week. Um, Carl Nesson and Geelong North also have pretty easy matchups, but mm-hmm. most people's midfields are set. So, unless yep. you want to go down from row bottom and make some cash, then that could be a thing to think about. But I wouldn't be touching my midfield except for... I'm, well, I'm going up to Bowers. So, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to get funky. Okay, you, you love getting invited. I do. Um, in the rucks, uh, we've got uh, Sydney, Port, Adelaide, and GWS, and Geelong yep. have the easier matchups. But the only ones I'd really consider out of them um, are Matilda Schultz. Um, most people have already got her or already traded her out. So mm-hmm. um, Fleur Davies is on most people's, or was on most people's benches. So they're the only two really to consider there. Not sure if you'd go with either of them, but I'm not sure who's rucking for Sydney at the moment, but I'm assuming it's a, uh, a forward or something. I'm assuming it's not another Ruckman. Uh, it is. I can't took, remember the person. Who took the most? Off my head. Can you look up who took the most hit out? Who got the most hit outs for Sydney last week? That might give us a uh, a bit of a clue while I uh, tread water here. But um, looking at forwards, North Melbourne are the real standout for um, an easy matchup. Um, and Emma King is the one that really springs to mind there for that matchup. The other players um, are Fremantle, sorry, the other teams are Fremantle, GWS, Port Adelaide, and St Kilda, who have easy forward matchups. Um, so that might be uh, Antai. Um, Goldsworthy, a lot of people have, or Nicola Barr might be a cheap one to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemma Houghton for Port also goes into the ruck a bit and racks them up. So they might be some options. Erin uh, Phillips is retiring, retirement game as well, with an easy matchup. So that's that where might, I'm looking, Heffy. That might be a one to go to if you haven't jumped off that train already. But uh, yeah, um, what did I ask you to look up again? Oh, hit outs for Sydney. Uh, that's not really yes, that important. Sorry, the uh, Alexia Hamilton. Okay, is she a ruck or is or she? Bella Smith have also been doing some ruck. Oh, so it's got it's a it's a dual ruck yeah. situation. No, don't go near it. No, they're not scoring well. All right, so it doesn't matter. Um, again, though, easy matchup. So if you need to go down in the ruck for some reason, that could be something you could do. All right, so that's uh, that's the scale. Let's talk about the captains. So out of last week, mm-hmm. I had Charlie Rowbottom yep. right up there. She got injured, stiff, so yeah, stiff. we, we can't yep. calculate that. But other players that were actually in there, well, Marinoff obviously they're there. Mm-hmm. I wrote off Bowers because I said the projections point to her scoring well, just going on her um, going on her form. Mm-hmm. But it's too early because she's only just returned. Yep. But she didn't didn't matter. So the projections were right. Should have gone with it. Um, and Ash Riddle was the other one in there as well. I can't believe so. you don't back in this numbers. You always back in the numbers. Uh, I would more probably more if I had Bowers in my side and other people had Bowers in their side. But we don't, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, Dossie's the only one who does. Um, so this week, uh, captains. Now this seems a bit crazy, but it's 
by three points, and it's just going on previous matchups. Ash Riddell, I've got over Jasmine Garner this week. Wow. But again, it's only going on previous matchups. I reckon either of those playing against Western Bulldogs, like personally, I'd go Jasmine Garner. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Garner but the projections are saying Ashford will outscore it by four points so make of that what you will well, you've um, got it back in the stats man you're the stats man <laughs> well she hasn't been scoring that she hasn't been scoring that badly Did either first game on Saturday too so uh, okay so it's good for a VC option handy uh, Kiara Bowers is next on the list with her return to form mm-hmm. uh, had 129 the last time she played Sydney as well and uh, Fremantle Oval she doesn't mind that play she's well, last game of the round so you could come home you know hot if you were you she know. scored 180 in the last game of the round at Fremantle Oval last year. Could lightning sure. strike twice. Yeah, I reckon it might. So, one to consider. I might pop the C on her as well. Um, Ebony Marinoff, I was out there. We mentioned Jasmine Garner. And the other one is Ali Goldsworthy. Mm-hmm. Mentioned that Port Adelaide matchup is an easy one. Kay is out of those. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, I am VCing Jazzy into Ebony as captain. So am I. It was so boring. Maybe I should do something different because, yeah, we, I need to beat you. Yeah, but I'm I'm more than capable of betting myself. So uh, you just <laughs> play it safe, and I'll let my team set my team on fire. Don't yeah, worry. That's a fair point. All right, short, sharp, and shiny episode this week. But what are your trade plans for the weekend? Radio, I'm getting funky. As I said, I'm trading out Charlie Rowbottom, uh, trading out Hannah Priest. I'm sick of her, and I'm trading out just a cheapie in Eliza James from my forward line. I need to replace kind of everyone in those lines. So I'm bringing in Alison Drennan from the Suns. She's going to replace Charlie Robottom um, completely. On the weekend, it was her second best score of the year, her highest time on ground. She had a 30% CBA increase, obviously, with um, Robottom missing that last week. Suns need to win to play finals, so they're not going to bug around and bring in some young kid to try and fill up some midfield time. Yep. They're going to back in the experience, and I reckon that uh, Drennan's going to go maybe 1-1-10 this week Ooh, off the back of the row bottom injury. Yep. So, obviously, Priest out. I'm bringing in Gab Pound, um, as you mentioned before. Good matchup. Um, you know, can take grab, does take the kick-ins too. So, um, doesn't really cost me too much from that Priest um, move. And then, obviously, Eliza James out. And I'm bringing in the GOAT. Aaron Phillips, haven't had her all year, so yeah. I haven't been burnt by her. So, okay. I'm coming in just purely from the uh, the retirement game bump. I reckon, obviously, with the Giants not being that much chop, I reckon she kicks three and has 15 touches. That's some bold predictions there. I hope you're right because I think I might head down to the uh, last women's game for Port Adelaide on the weekend. When is it? Saturday, Saturday, Arvo. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just think that surely there's a retirement game bump. Yeah, surely. Um, my uh, trade plans, I'm going Amelie Borg, who has been on my bench and was is now worth 528K. Great pickup. Um, down to 300K. Don't care who it is. Um, Charlie Robottom's going to go to Kiara Bowers. Mm-hmm. And then Lily Pothelswaite. I am have held all season, not because I've really wanted to. It's just I haven't been able to trade her out. Yep. Um, I'm going to go up to Nicola Barr, who has that easy Port Adelaide matchup. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a short, sharp, and shiny episode, but I have no problems with that because I want this season to be over because it has been hard. It's been really hard. I just want to get inside the top 2,000. All right, well. And obviously bet you. That's the yeah. only reason I'm doing this. I won't be getting in the top 2,000. The only way I can do that is if you falter, so. Which is more than likely. Sorry, the you only way. My, yeah. You know my classic history. <laughs> that's true. Although with one round to go, that usually capitulates usually round three for you, so. It's true. Yeah. I've, just, I've stuck longest, it out for ten rounds. longest you've ever been It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that'll do it. We'll catch up for a quick one next week, Harry, yep. and just do what we learn. I think some learnings and maybe a few yeah. people to look at. Look ahead. I've already got a bit of a black book going for next year, I think. Nice, nice, nice. Mm. All right, cool. Well, 
Thanks for listening. Once again, people, good luck in the final round if you're in any grand finals or anything like that because I definitely am not. Where's Dossie sitting, by the way? Oh, I haven't caught up with him after sending him a message, so okay. yeah, we'll find out. I think he's fallen away. I think he took a few risks to try to catch up because um, he was pretty stagnant in that mm. kind of mid-500, that, that 500 kind of range. But yeah, don't think that paid off. Another season without a car. Yeah, I thought he was in for the roller, but no. Oh well. Next Anyways, year. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck. See ya. Bye.